Got a different episode brewing today because I already know it's going to ruffle some feathers. And I'm going to make this disclaimer ahead of time. Beehive, don't come for me. Please don't come for me. Um, Got Charlie on the mic with me today, man. What's up, Chuck? Hello, AD. What's going on? What's happening, everybody? Hope everybody's having a nice, beautiful Sunday. Yeah, it's hot out there, too. So I'm like, man, I'm in the crib today. They gone swimming or whatever they doing. I was like, nah, I don't want no parts outside today. Something we can't do. Swim. <laughs> and need to learn. <laughs> I was just talking to Kevin about that right before you called. I was like, nah, like that ain't it ain't never been nothing that excited me anyway. But like you said, we you know, we was never shown or never allowed rather to go swimming anywhere. So here I am now, an adult. <laughs> Don't know how to swim. Not at all. When I was a kid, like I said, it was it was one of the things that didn't really interest me when I was a kid. But it, it is something that you should learn. And let me tell you, I came afloat. I, I, they said, "Man, relax, sit back." I always sink down to the bottom. <laughs> I get paranoid. So. I will say this, man. Like I went on a cruise, and we was in what Cosmel, Mexico. And they was like, it's easier to float in salt water and all this and that jazz. So once I figured out how to do it, I could float out in the ocean. But get me in a swimming pool, nah, it's a wrap. And he's like, man, why are you panicking, dude? Just stand up. <laughs> I was like, no. What's the difference between, the, oh, maybe because it's seawater and the other one's like chlorine and stuff like, that jazz in the pool or what? To my knowledge in here, I can look it up. Um, the salt water, to, uh, what was explained to me, the salt water, it's easier to float. Hell, I'll look it up. Hell, why be on the, on the mic? Hell. I'd be kind of afraid to do that in salt water because you don't know what's out there. Shark scene thing could be in the seawater. <laughs> but hell, I, I, ain't, I, ain't, I wasn't all the way out there. Like, I went all the way to where, like, my feet, could barely touch you know what i'm saying like it was like up to my chin maybe oh okay but i ain't look i ain't finna go all the way out in no ocean because if the wrong current come now it's a wrap um Mm -hmm. the higher the density of salt water the easier it is for the body to stay high in water so yeah Mm. it's got something to do with with the salt water and the human body Mm. or whatever but i but i'm telling you for a fact like I could tell the difference because like when I was out there in the water and I just let myself go, you know what I'm saying? Like my feet kicked up, you know what I'm saying? I could see my toes hanging out of the water. I was just sitting out there floating, but I tried the same exact thing in the swimming pool. <laughs> and uh, I thought I was getting ready to drown in a five foot pool, man. Mm-hmm, Cause what I noticed is, is like, even though they tell you, you know, just relax. And I, I can't remember what they say. Cause my wife tried to teach me was in Mexico. I kept on sinking. I said, you know, I, I, I said, maybe I'm too heavy or something. I don't know. Cause like, I'd be thinking I'd be like relaxed and I guess I'm not. And I, and that's the good thing about you saying your kids learn how to swim at a young age. It's better to teach them when they're infants because the thing is like, they don't have that sense of fear over them. It's easy for them to learn something new. Like with us, because, well, I can't speak for you, but I know for me, because I'm older, 
I have that sense of fear in me. Right. Because I don't, I don't like being, I don't like being the deep in the pool stuff anyway. Hell, I get kind of nervous even when, <laughs> when it's only three to four feet. I get nervous. Like I mean, stepping in there, you know, it's like you lose control of your body. I just don't, I just don't like that feeling. Yeah. No, nah, I get it. I definitely get it. So that's now, what I can they get in the bathtub. I can get in the bathtub, but see the bathtub, you know, I'm I'm safe. Like it's like <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there. I'm safe. But the pool, yeah. So uh, today, man, we gonna we gonna talk some some interesting things has come up in the last week or two. And it's like I, I wanna I wanna talk about it. But at the same time, it's like, please understand, I ain't finna argue with nobody about difference of opinion. And I feel like that's what's wrong with this time that we're living in. It's like anybody that thinks differently or has an opinion that goes against the norm, you automatically treat them like an outcast or you have something negative to say just because they don't agree with you. And that's kind of what this topic of this podcast is going to be. It's like, why can't people just respect the fact that we don't think diff- uh we don't think alike. And this goes to the trick daddy Beyonce situation. And I saw a few people on my social media that was going after Trick Daddy. And I made a few comments on their posts because I was like, dude, all he did was give his opinion. Like, he didn't attack her character. He didn't attack her as a as an artist. He just said he didn't think she could sing. Oh, he's a hater. That's why his music's crap. He don't come out. He ain't came out with nothing new. Like, why does any of that matter? Just because he's gave his opinion about somebody that clearly, you know, you're a fan of or whatever the case may be. But what really rubbed me the wrong way was when they started going after his business and they started attacking, you know, going online, trying to bring his, his scores and stuff down. And it's like, why is that even necessary? Just because he has his own opinion. So then you hit me up. And then you started talking about it, and I was like, you know what, man? Let's just go on and jump on this mic. Hopefully the beehive don't come for us. So, man, talk about that real quick, Chuck, man. Um, Honestly with me, what upset me about it, beehive, first of all, pull me out. I'm trying to be be clean as I can when I say that, but my thing, I was on vacation, and my wife brought up to me. Now, the thing is, my wife is a Beehive fan, okay? <laughs> so she brought it to me, and when she told me they were trading restaurants and things, I got ticked. One, for all you Beehive for you, your females, your males, whatever, you don't know this woman. Stop trying to protect somebody you don't know. Because at the end of the day, she don't care about you. She tells you that. She will acknowledge you in person. That's because she know y'all bring her money. <laughs> if that's the case, she wouldn't have no security guards everywhere around her so you can get close to her. So stop that. Another thing is the trick daddy. Everybody knows 
how Trick Daddy is. Trick Daddy is going to be honest about his opinion, even though if he's right or wrong. He's going to tell you what he thinks, okay? And my thing is, we everybody say so-called in America, land the free, blah, 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 blah. If that's the case, respect his opinion. You can say, you know, I think you're wrong about that, Trick Daddy. Debate with him. Bring up some examples. Bring up some some songs. Bring up some things where you can like you can you can debate with him and you can support what you what you believe believe about her saying and stuff like that. Bring bring something up to the table. But for my thing is when they sit there and trash his restaurant. I said, wait a second. I never heard anybody trash his restaurant before this. Now, remind you, I follow Trey Day on Instagram. I never hear anybody talk about his, his his restaurant. To me, like it was doing fairly well. People was going there buying food, and people was like, you know, they were saying their opinions about the food. I never hear anybody say anything bad about his food. But also, you want trash the food because he said something about a woman that you don't know? Right. And, you and know, hold, hey, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't mean to cut you off, but before we get too far off, like you said something that was very important, and I wanted to touch on it real quick. It's like you can debate your opinion, and you said bring something to the table to support why you feel that way, and not to bring up sports or whatever. But it's like that's why I have a hard time talking sports anymore. Is because when I say something, I bring something to support why I said what I said. It ain't just me grabbing an opinion off a tree like a damn apple and just throwing it out there. Like, no, nah, dude, I, I I have a legitimate reason for what I said. It makes sense in my head. If you don't agree with it, then we can talk about it. And then you bring something to the table to be like, you know what, this is why I don't agree with you. But just to sit here, oh, man, you a hater, bro. You a hater, man. Y'all bugging. Something wrong with you. Like, I, I can't stand it. So I've I've learned to just, you know what, let it be. <laughs> let it be. Yeah, but, but see, that's, that's the thing in today's time. Like, everybody wants to look at things at face value. It's like people want to say things without looking at the research. Now. Exactly. The thing is, what Tricks, what Trick Daddy said about Beyonce, he said she can't sing worth crap, right? Okay, my thing is, I think she don't got better singing. I don't think she's the most terrible singer, though. But I agree with him. She's not one of the best singers. And what people don't understand is, if you go and you look at her track record, Beyonce has the best songwriters. She has the best producers. She has people in her corner, probably got like 30, 40 people in her corner who make sure that her music is impactful to where like you can hide some of them flaws that she had or still has. I can bring this up to an example because I know, okay? When I lived in L.A., what was that album that came out? Uh, her first album. I can't remember the name. I, I was I out there. I don't listen to it no way. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I think it's Dangerous in Love. I could be wrong. The thing is, like, I was at an apartment, and I was in a songwriting session. Because, you know, I do music, so I, I network with people out there. So me and Colin went to this, this place in Universal City, and we met songwriters who was in the industry, and they was, like, working in there. 
I met this one white girl. Like, you would, she was like a normal white girl. I mean, by that is like, you know, she like she had her head straight on the shoulder. She wasn't trying to like something she wasn't. You know, she was nice. And we just got to talking. She said, yes, I wrote on Beyonce's first album. I got a platinum plaque from it. You know, her she didn't get her song didn't get pictured as a single, but she contributed, right? So we got to talking to things, and she was telling me like there's a lot of people who help out Beyonce songwriting things. Beyonce can't really write no songs. So the only song I think she wrote was Bootylicious, and, and that junk was retarded. I don't care what I'm like that. <laughs> retarded. So make story short, a year or two later, B Day came out, right? I heard B-Day before it even came out in stores because um, I was in the studio and it was a guy, a, a, a mix engineer in there mixing her album. Oh, like, wow. me, say, blah, 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 blah. You ain't supposed to be in there. I don't want to hear that. But thank God I was in the circles and I, I'm not going to say fans just like you. So it didn't really matter to me what I was hearing. But they said, yeah, he worked on the B-Day album. I heard like a couple of tracks. The thing that what people don't understand is with Beyonce, Beyonce is an entertainer. No, I definitely agree different that. types of artists. She's an entertainer. So what her strong suit is, is, you know, her dancing, her appearance, the concepts of maybe, the concepts of her concerts, maybe her videos. But she even tells you that. She say, like, I remember growing up looking at Michael Jackson thriller videos and Michael Jackson off the wall and stuff like that. And she said, that's what I wanted to do. I think the thing is with her, she just was a pretty face that her daddy really promoted. You see what I'm saying? Cause her daddy was kind of had his foot in the industry anyway. Cause what people don't know is she was already a millionaire. <laughs> that's what people don't understand. Her already was doing well for themselves. No. She first came out, she couldn't, she couldn't sing like that. So she she had to like perfect on her craft, and honestly, what Trick Day says it's not wrong. Who can I use? Who's like, who, like like you said when we talked about the other day. We talked about your Patty Labelle's, your Anita Bakers, or like right. a Mariah Carey or somebody like that. That boy, and you know honestly, what I'm saying? Like, right? Hold on, hold on. Like, let's 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 stick right there. Like, that's what I'm saying. That when I heard the clip. And I heard what he was saying. I didn't think he was saying anything negative about her. That was just his opinion and was soothing to his ear. I just said, I don't listen to Beyonce. I have my own reasons for why I don't really care for her. Now, don't get me wrong. She does have a few tracks that no matter where you at, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it comes on, it's like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? I'll listen to it. But for me personally in my free time, I'm not listening to that. Like, I'll sit down and listen to her or LMA. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like their but, music. No me to cut you off, but when you said them too, what are they known for? The reason why I say, let's think about her. I, I think, I, think I, I told you about her. The way they market her was, is like, you didn't even see her face. Like, when she first came out, she had like them three EPs that made to a whole album. And she, you basically went off her talent. And she can sing. She play instruments. She did all these things. Because like I said before, an artist, there are different types of artists. The type of artist she was, she's a creative artist. She writes songs. She can sing. 
She know how to put things together. And the thing is, with her and LMA, you really went off their vocals. When Beyonce first came out with Jesse Child, they made sure that you noticed her. She was always in the front. As an attractive, light-skinned woman. Her daddy even said, he said, I never dated dark-skinned chicks. I want light-skinned females. Because in the industry, when you're lighter, you do better. He's had just the facts. He wasn't saying, like, trash anybody. He would just go on statistics. The so, thing so you're is, telling me stuff that I didn't of, know. <laughs> yep. So the thing, because think of it, he, he named a lot of people, too. And he was just naming people lighter complexion and how well they do. Now, the like, okay, look at Sade. I think Sade can sing, but she's boring as hell to me. But because of her image, her appearance, she was very beautiful and very sexy in, the, in her own way. Sell. People can say what they want. I help herself. The thing what people don't understand about Jesse Child is that they said that Kelly Rowland, Latoya Luckett, I think the other it was Tanya. I could be wrong. They said that they made them tan so Beyonce could stand out. So the whole time Jesse Child came out, it was it was to put Beyonce out there anyway. Like I said, it was it was so, just one of the things where, for me, even before they split and went their own way or whatever, it's like a lot of those songs that Destiny's Child created. It's like I felt like it had a a common theme, and they targeted a specific audience. I feel like all of their music was catered to single women bills 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 you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. no matter what college party i went to now when that track and, came uh, on <laughs> and i don't mean to cut you i don't mean to cut you off you know who wrote bills right no nah, i'm telling i don't i don't i don't know nothing about their music tiny, tiny, tiny and um and um dang what candy they wrote bills so it's like you know what i'm saying that's that's when i was in college what was the other song soldier and all that soldier survivor no i don't know about survival i know soldier got played in the club a lot though but that's what i'm saying it's like when we were at those college parties and stuff like that it's like when those songs came on the chicks went crazy you know the dudes just kind of fell back and that's why i was like you know that in its own self it was a it was good for music because you know it was it was feel good music for women. That's cool. But then the more and more, you know, the years went by and you just started listening to the concept of it, you know, single ladies put a ring on, you know what I'm saying? Like to the left, to the left It's like, to me, you're, you're targeting women that are going through relationship problems or women that are like looking for, looking for some, some particular type of man. And it's like, okay, that audience, because of course, you know, there's more women on this earth than it is men anyway. So you're going to have a large following, but it was just like that, that type of music didn't cater to me. So when I think of female singers, and like you said, your Whitney Houston's, your uh, Mariah Carey's, they made songs that it didn't matter whether you was a male or female. When it came on, it was just like, Hey man, this shit bops. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, she doesn't go in that category. So when I heard Trick Daddy say that, that's his opinion. 
and he's entitled to that. I I've told like plenty of people that. I don't I don't care for Beyonce. Do I have some of her songs in my playlist? Of course, but I've never really just sat down and listened to Beyonce <laughs> in my free time. And and I'm with you. I agree. And another thing, I put Beyonce in the category with category with Janet Jackson, Tina Turner, people like that. Cause they Tina Turner can sing. Don't get me wrong. Janet Jackson can re sing like that. But the thing is, they had the overall presence. And they was entertainers. You know what I'm saying? Like right. they knew how to put on a show. They 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 knew how to get the crowd going. And I put I put Beyonce more in that category. And honestly, I think them the two artists she look up to. If you look at how she dresses and how she shows her body up, it's like a Tina Turner. I, li- I like uh, how she dances up. It's, it's like a Jenna Jackson. She's more in that lead. So I, the thing about Trick Daddy, if people understand, Trick Daddy is is. He's not the most professional individual. He don't care to be. You know, he he's hood, they county, he gonna speak <laughs> he gonna speak how he speaks. And the thing is, I think that's what people need to understand, like it was his maybe, but what he said was not wrong. Trick Daddy's not a dummy. You know, I mean he knows he's not a dummy. He's just the way he said it. But I will I'll agree with him. Like She's not the best singer. And don't get me wrong, I think she don't got better. Like I said before, I think she don't got better. But she's not the best singer at all. Um, she's a, like like I said, she's an entertainer and she's an artist. You know, that's, that's, that's what she, that's what she is. And I think a lot of things too, all the women who's the beehive, you got to think, they, they love Beyonce when they were kids. I guarantee a lot of them was like kids when Disney Child came out. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, then you have to introduce the the social media aspect of all of this, and I feel like that's that's the issue with this era. Like, you can be a fan of somebody, but now once you incorporate social media, where it's like, I like Rihanna over Beyonce. If you say that on a social media platform, you better be ready for whatever happens next because Dude. somebody might literally try to fight you. <laughs> I mean, they look at her like she's a god. And honestly, that's I, what Trick Daddy said too. At the end of the day, man, she's a person, she's a lady, a human being just like the rest of us. Like, I said that like she, it's just, she's a different status but my thing is, do like you just know this woman. At the end of the day, when you meet her, you're part Probably get your feelings hurt. And what you gonna say then? <laughs> that F that be, be this and that. No, I mean you don't know her. And, and to me it's like, dude, you y'all this is not a communist nation. Like so my thing is why you can't speak your opinion. I know there's a lot of people out there in the industry who probably want the same thing, can't say nothing. Promise them you brought Terry Hilson. Terry Hilton made that little beef track, whatever. And dude, as soon as she did that, her crew was gone. Exactly. And for those, you know, that are listening, I mentioned that, like I said, on the phone call we had yesterday, she's, she's a perfect example of all of this. And that's been years ago. You know what I'm saying? She ain't never been able to just fully recover from that because it's like, even if she wanted to put out new music, nobody's going to support her out of fear of, 
upsetting the beehive. <laughs> and now the thing, what I heard is, which could be wrong because she, you know, they her career got kind of tainted. But she said that there were people behind the scenes telling her, come out with a beef track as Beyonce could get help out with sales. They could help her with her um, her career. You know, that sense right there, I say hip-hop does it all the time. So Beyonce's not perfect. She's not perfect. I, I, that, that's not give me like. And, and my wife said, like, well, you can't. You can't get on Beyonce because she can't control what people do. She and she know people won't go back up. I said I get that, but at the same time, like you don't think she got a little cockiness because of it? She don't got to say anything because they gonna come out and say something regardless. They don't even know. Look how foolish they are. You know, right. and that's why. Or, I was, like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Or like my wife said too, like uh, with Beyonce, she said, you know, Beyonce very professional. She never turns out anybody." And she and my wife thinks that Trick Daddy talked down on Beyonce's career, and I said, "Well, I don't know. I said, I just think it's the way he talks, but like he didn't say nothing about her businesses or something. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, her business is her career, but it was his opinion. But the way they went at him, though, I said, and they talking about he ain't come out music forever. First of all, first of all, any of these fools saying that." Who, and especially your music, you wish you had a career like Trick Daddy did. Let me tell you what. Dade County going to make sure Trick Daddy's okay. They support their own. He don't have to worry about anybody. Trick Daddy, and like I said before, trendsetter. Trick Daddy is a trendsetter for, Mac, for Florida. Before Trick Daddy, you had, okay, he's a trendsetter. If it weren't for Trick Daddy, you wouldn't have Rick Ross and them coming out. So let's get that point crossed once. He don't have to come out with anything. And he probably do come out with music. He probably make music locally where he's doing okay. But, he would, but he even with him. that, it's like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to use this episode to just solely speak on the music, either one of them, mm-hmm. on their music career. I more or less want to focus on why is it that we feel the need that anytime somebody disagrees with us or thinks differently than us, we feel the need to attack them and it's quote unquote justified. Like we literally, hold on, hold on, hold on. We literally just come off a year of going through all these protests and stuff across this country and police shooting and killing unarmed african-americans and people of color and we've been screaming all this we got to come together we got to support black business we got to support black this support each other quit turning each other down and in a minute he says that about beyonce everybody's cool with them going to try to destroy his business regardless of whether he makes music or not that's what his business is now that puts food on the table and takes care of his bills or his family or whatever he does. That's his new investments. Restaurants. The thing, the thing is with me, when you say that in the year we go for a black business thing, I told you before, talking and walking is two different things. I think, uh, so I could be wrong, but I think a lot of people just want to be part of the movie. They just want to be a fan of the movie. You just want to uh, fit in. You just want to feel a part yeah, of something. And that's why in. I just, I fall back, dude. Like, I don't, yeah. like, because I'm sorry. That's just me. With Trick Daddy, 
I think they are Tetris Day too because you can't, you don't really know this man. And in the, we live in the era today where you can say anything on social media as long as you don't have to face that person, you okay? They wouldn't do this to trick that around. They wouldn't do that crap in his face. You see what I'm saying? It's a lot of fakery going around. But, and, but even with that uh, dude, it's like it should never even come to that. He gave his no opinion. Issue. All you got to say is, nah, bro, I don't, I don't agree with you. If you put her head to head with this person or head to head, like you can have that discussion and compare her to different people. Or if you feel she's better than this person, but nobody's having that conversation. You just immediately go after his business. You start attacking his character, start talking about his flaws. And this and I'm like, dog, how do you build up a defense mechanism for a complete stranger? You don't even know. That's my biggest thing. You don't even know this woman. And like, I'm guilty of it too, though. A lot of people come at me about the whole LeBron thing, and honestly, I don't, in my opinion, this is my self evaluation. I don't start attacking people. I start diving into sports debates, and like you said earlier, I start bringing things to the table to support why I feel the way I feel. But once I start having conversations with people, oh, you just a bitch ass nigga, you just, and I'm like, what does that have to do with us discussing sports? I don't know LeBron. I don't know Jordan. If we can't have an intellectual conversation, then I got to remove myself from the equation. That's what it all boils down to. And I think that's what Trick Day was doing. He wasn't – the way he talked, he was was breaking up facts. It wasn't wasn't like he was just saying. He was bringing up facts. And like like you said, if you don't agree with it, like I said, like I said earlier, don't agree with it, just debate with the man, you know, anybody who said, man, I don't agree with that. This is why. You all, <laughs> you know, talk it over, and then, like, okay, because eventually what's going to happen, and once you all debate, say, okay, I see, I see, or you'll say, you know what, I still don't agree, but okay, it is what it is. Exactly. Agree to disagree and keep it moving. It should never come down to me trying to tear down your livelihood just because yeah, you got a different opinion than me. I'm like, that's the and most sucker shit in the world. And I think it's childish. Like that's like if you kids, you know, if you if y'all get into it, so I get hit them where it hurts. Whenever <laughs> somebody say your mama this and that, like somebody gonna go to the extreme. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like I just I don't I don't think for Trick Day, and I respect Trick Day when he came back and he he basically stood on what he, he doubled said. down, and and that's where I'm like, you know what? He has every right to, though. Like, that's his damn opinion. And, what, like, come on, bro. Anybody that's listening to this, you know damn well there's a difference between singing and singing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, bro. It's, it's some very talented artists, male and female, that when their voice comes on, they move you, you know what I'm saying, in a, a different way. Like, some kind of emotional whatever your ear just falls to, you know what I'm saying? Like their voice yeah. is just powerful. You feel and so do they do they songs and something is who got that talent to do that. Not artists can, not all singing artists can do that, do that. And I think with Beyonce, like, don't go wrong. She has some songs out there. Maybe she blows some pipes like that, but it's not that many. Like, majority of the time, when I hear people talk about Beyonce, it's like a tempo party. 
it has a it has a uh, has a catchy feel to it. If that makes sense. Right. To me, it's just she 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 knows her base. She knows that any album or project she puts out, it has to have one or two women empowerment feel good tracks. And as long as she has that recipe, she's good. She will never fail, dog. I'm like, run the world. I know you remember that. Was yeah. that the the track? Uh, who who runs the world? Girls oh, or whatever. But I hated this song. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Single ladies, put a ring on it. Um, that that's a song that you could play today. Women love that song. Like they love that song to the pat to the T. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, uh, sorry. Um, you know, like if you really, really break it down, this, again, this is just my opinion for any Beyonce diehard that's out there listening. The mic is open. I'm inviting you to sit down and, and let's talk about this because I asked my wife this morning, I was like, if you had to make a female Mount Rushmore of singing, singers does she make the cut and she had to think about it i was like i know you got to think about it because it's like and i asked you yesterday like does she really have timeless records i think and like i told you i think she has a couple like not a lot but she has a couple um but yet again like i said i'm not a huge beyonce fan it, it was. You need somebody who's fan for her. I would. I would tell you this though. My wife is a big Beyonce fan, but she won't put on the Mount Rush, Mount Rushmore, the, the the best singers. And that's the key. That like, if you if you think about what Trick Daddy was trying to say, and you actually put some thought into it instead of just reacting off of you know just jumping off a limb, then you're like, okay. I can see why he would say that. I don't agree with him, but I can see why. Now nah, it's immediately <laughs> he's stupid. His music sucks. He like Yeah, man. I think I think <laughs> like I told you, man, that was just childish and paste. Um because like I said, man, just the way he said it. I, I think if he would have said it in a different way, then it wouldn't be as bad. But he's tricked that. You know, that's how he's going to talk. <laughs> he just tricked daddy. I mean, I don't know what, what people need. To, I don't know what they expect. And know. another thing, too, is like, why you don't get on the trick day where he said in the past, like he said, I eat girls booty hole, booty hole game. You could have said, I'm not eating this food. Man, he's disgusting. Who knows what he'd be doing back there? But nobody didn't bring that up. You want to be about Beyonce. But even that's with that, no, it's like, you gotta, you gotta at least respect the fact that he's willing to say that publicly, man. There's a lot of people that probably uh, toss salad and don't say nothing because of fear of what other people are gonna think, man. There's a lot of things that go on behind closed doors, man. Agree. It's just <laughs> my th- my thing is is that y'all should have trashed him back then because he was saying that a lot of people probably don't agree with. Why did it take for him to say something about Beyonce, which, in my opinion, he really didn't say anything wrong. Right. He brought up good facts. I, like, that, that was my whole thing. Like, in my opinion, 
he brought good facts. And it's just like when he said about Jay and Beyonce. <coughs> Excuse me. Say that again. So, I didn't hear you. Can you hear me? Was that? I said, say that again. I didn't hear you. Oh, I was saying like, just like when he brought up by Beyonce and JC's marriage. I, I agree with him a little bit on that too. Like, <laughs> it, it, like I said, man, it's like, like he is, okay? He's going to speak his mind. He's not going to care how he, how he said it. And there's many things he said in the past that you could have said, I'm not supporting him, what he said in the past. Why do it now? That's fair. That's, That's fair. my whole thing. Why do it now? He said some crazy crap in the in the day. That's and you know, fair. people say, oh, that's Trick Daddy, though, man. That's why we love Trick Daddy. If that's the case, then you should love Trick Daddy still because he's still the same person. And that's that's exactly my point. It's like you love people until they say something that goes against your beliefs and then you feed them to the wolves. And I'm not okay with that. That's why I'm very selective about who I allow in my circle. Cause I'm not one of them people where I just want to go and get along with everybody because I truly genuinely feel people are fake. If I open myself up to you, that is a privilege. And I'm hoping that you don't bite me in the ass for that. Trust me. Like I don't have no problems with anybody but I, I keep to myself for a reason because once you start going, just think about this. You have some people that go into a room full of people and they just want to go around and mix and mingle and laugh and hee hee and ha ha with everybody in the room. And you have no idea who's genuinely returning the, the love or who's putting on a fake conversation. If I walk in a room full of people Best believe I'm going to stand there for 20, 30 minutes, however long it takes. And I'm going to get a feel for everybody that's in this room. And that's when I'm going to know who's genuine and who ain't. Now, once I start approaching you and trying to talk to you, that's when the real test comes in. Now, if we further our conversation outside of this room and outside of this event, I'm going to further evaluate you. And I'm like, all right, you know what? This is a cool dude. This is a cool person. I can I can build a relationship with this person. But just going into a room full of people just trying to fit in, nah. You'll never catch me. <laughs> you'll never yeah, catch me. And it's tough, you know. It's very tough to see who's really genuine and who's not. It's tough, you know. But I don't know. Like, to me, it's like sometimes when somebody's down to earth and genuine, sometimes they're going to say some things you're not going to like. But you have to respect what they say. At least you know what you're getting from them was 100% them. And I think with Trick Daddy, he he always been true to himself. That's one thing I can say. He never lied about anything. Hell, this dude told you real quick. He went in bankruptcy and everything. He ain't hide anything. <laughs> right. So, you know, that's somebody that you want around you to be tell you the truth. And to me, it's like, but Trick Day said it like he hurt a lot of people's hearts because they were going against their idols or whatever. 
But my thing is, if you sit back collectively and think about what he said, you say, you know what? He got a point. Or, like I said, you say, I don't agree, but I respect his opinion. He always kept it 100. Right. That's all you have to say. Don't try to trash somebody, like you said, out there making a living for their families. Because people said, his music is trash anyway. Okay, if that's the case, his music is trash. He still has a name. He still have a brand that people respect and, and really look look forward to seeing or following. If he got that business, that can his brand alone can help him bring money to his family. Right. So he got that restaurant. And we don't know. That could be the only thing that he has to bring in money. And so why would you trash? Perspective. You wouldn't want somebody that's like for instance, me and you don't agree with something, right? And I said, man, this dude said something about, um, like LeBron, this, I don't agree with that. So I'm going to go to his job and tell them, like, he's a liar. He's a deceiver. Don't listen to him. He, he, he don't do all his work. He told me that he, he don't even do this. He told me he sits back and he be on his phone and stuff. Exactly. Then you jeopardize somebody's job. <laughs> right. Well, hell, you even it. use his podcast. It's like, nah, like you literally can just go jump in the comments. The podcast trash, this sucks, this and that, that and this, knowing that eventually I'm trying to get it off the ground and hope it might go somewhere or open another door of opportunity. Like his restaurant may turn into a franchise and he may be able to put them across the country. You never know. But that's what I'm saying. It's like for those that are okay with it, that's the problem. Like don't sit there and speak on this. We got to support each other, but you support them tearing down his business because you're a Beyonce fan. Yeah, man. And it goes back stupid. to our people. It goes back to our people that we, we, we praise entertainers and crap <laughs> than anything. And like the shows, man, I sit there like, man, in the day, man, you don't know that person. That's like saying, if you're going to lose your house or you lost your job, that Beyonce going to say, Hey, send send me an email. I make sure I send some money because you're a fan because you went to my concert. She gonna say, "Oh well, that's your decision." She don't know you. You don't know her. That's how I see. I get it. Like I said, and real quick, man, ain't no sense in just keep talking in circles or whatever. But it's like again, I, I open the the microphone to anybody because I'm like when you look at your. Your Diana Rosses, your Tina Turners, Mariah Carey's, you know what I'm saying? Like they, in my opinion, dog, they can blow, dude. They can yeah. blow. And when you look at their body of work and some of their hit records, to me, a lot of those are timeless, dog. You can lock them in a time capsule, and whenever you pull it out, it's like whoever listens to it, they gonna move their feet. Yeah, man, that's like uh, Benny Houston. Like my friend Paige that you met at, at uh, my wife's party. She's a huge Winnie Houston fan. Boy, you put a Winnie Houston song on, she's singing, she moving. That's what I'm like, saying, uh, bro. And it's like my husband said they went to a ceremony where they uh, honored her. Said said she was crying and everything. She said, "You just don't understand. I love Winnie Houston." She can sing like it just draws me in, and I don't really hear people say that about Beyonce. Don't get me wrong; like they like Beyonce because she's a vibe. You know what I'm saying? But it's 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 different when you say you 
feel somebody's music. You know, you feel it. Right. And that's all dude was trying to say, if you ask me. Real quick, man, I'm, I'm going to take it down this, this path because I feel like they're kind of similar. Because also within the last week or two, this whole Megan the Stallion, Tory Lanez beef came back up. And I I was a Tory Lanez fan already. It ain't got nothing to do with Megan or none of that. I actually like Tory's music. I've always liked his music. So when that situation occurred, hell, it's been over a year now. That didn't stop me from listening to his music. Whatever happened between them, once they investigated and all that comes out, then whatever happens, happens. But at that particular moment in time, People was like, man, if you still listen to Tory Lane's music, you a sucker. If you still fuck with him, you a this, you a that. And I'm like, because of something that happened between them two, I'm supposed to what? <laughs> if his if his yeah, music yeah. is soothing to my ear, they ain't got nothing to do with me. So yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me get it out first. Wait, wait, real quick. So all of that happened. They kept saying, let them investigate it, this and that. And then to me, it died down. She went back to doing music. She was at the height of her career, still is. She's getting awards and getting all this, you know, recognition. You didn't never see Tori trying to tear her down or speak out against her while she's having her moment of success. And even since then, Tori has dropped a couple of projects or whatever, but it, it never touched mainstream's ears in my opinion so i don't know how much you pay attention to it but they showed some months ago that tori and the baby was shooting a video and megan had something to say about it then i'm sorry say that again it they showed some behind the scenes clips and stuff of tori lanes and the baby shooting that video that they have out now that was that was months ago. And Megan had something to say about it then. And he was like, man, we, we've been shot that. Like, that's old. So now the song has officially released. They actually put a video of it out. And it just so happens to be, you know, number one. Or at least the other day it was. So Megan jumps on Twitter going after the baby. And he was like, man, that that's old. And he's like, I don't know who cleared that song or whatever, but we didn't had this talk already. And I made a post on my Instagram and I'm like, see, that's what I'm talking about. Like this man put out a song. He's having success behind it. And because of a personal situation, you want to try to come and take away his success. To me, that's, that's out of bounds. And I had some people reach out to me in my inbox. Oh man, you got daughters, bro. Why are you still listening to that sucker? And then I'm like, dude, until this man is arrested or whatever, I don't know what he done. Yeah. Nobody knows. <laughs> like, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, dog, we just want to jump know. off the limb and just start doing what man, you just reacting off of emotions. Like I don't know them people. Yeah. And another thing too, um, she didn't really get shot in the foot. 
either. Like I think the fragments, the bullet fragments, got in her foot. What? Well, either so, either way, it's like, nah. You know, fiance, said we done done some stupid shit when we was drunk. Mm-hmm. We done done all kind of stupid. So hell, me and you done had a fight before behind drunkenness and just being stupid. At the end of the day, dude, like that's their business. That's yeah. like me and you getting into it, and then I start telling all of our peers stay away from you, or you tell them to stay away from me. Like at the end of the day, the baby is an artist. He makes money by making music. So and if another, him and Tori made a song together, that's him making money. And another thing too with the baby, the baby looking at it like a business. He don't care who it is. Exactly. If they're gonna pay him, he's gonna do it. <laughs> exactly, bro. That's why I was like, like, what what are we doing here? Where it's like as soon as somebody do something you don't like, everybody that you know is supposed to cut ties because you don't like it. And honestly, her time is coming up, man. She this ride she on. If she don't change her ways, that's they, they, that's gonna change. People can tire of her, but the thing <laughs> is with Tory Lane, is like one thing people need to understand about Tory Lane, he haven't really said anything which he really can because somebody will try to criticize him. But the thing is, like I don't I don't think it was just him. I think they were both in the wrong. She's just trying to take all the take all the attention she getting. Cause I know her friend even said something about it. Said like. What she said, that's not how what went down. But I'm just saying, e- either way, that's none of my concern. And that's what I was trying to tell this person that, that reached out to me. is like, you know, I'm not going to argue and go back and forth about some shit that I don't know nothing about. And it involves people that are not even close to me. And it, then they, they wrong to say, man, you got daughters. And? I mean, what they got to do with anything? <laughs> I don't you gonna make it. sure your daughter's gonna be around that mess. That's what you're gonna do. I don't get it. I mean, people bring I mean, that up. But the same can be said in terms of I have daughters and I ain't gonna let them listen to her content. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can take it there. Again, that's none of my concern. I like the song. It's up tempo. You can't listen to it without bobbing your damn head. I'm sorry. But like we said, man. <laughs> Everybody wants to be certain ways a certain artist because my thing is this. How many artists probably do some messed up stuff we don't even know about? Every day. And, and the thing is, even with the R. Kelly thing, you know, when some people bring up, I'm not listening to R. Kelly no more, then some people say, man, he has some time for music. And me, you talked about it. I R. Kelly no more, but I'll be telling you a lie. If I don't think like 12 Play and TV2 and all of them is not some of the greatest R&B music ever because it is. And then, like one person I knew said that we don't play we don't play R. Kelly in my house. So really, you play Jodeci, don't you? You play Michael Jackson, don't you? <laughs> Who produced some songs? You gonna stop listening to them? That's so we gotta saying. separate. People, people. It's, I don't want to put nobody in a box, so I'm gonna apologize before I say what I'm getting ready to say. But it's like. People don't know how to think for themselves. If you see everybody else is like, nah, we ain't messing with Tory. We ain't messing with Tory. So out of fear, you're just going to go do what everybody else does. Because if you say, nah, I'm still listening to it. Everybody else is going to come after you. Well, guess what? I'm willing to stand there and take them bullets, man. I'm going to take them because 
that's my opinion. I don't give a damn if you don't yeah. like it or not. Like, and one thing about me, I respect that. I know me and you, and I told you, I really don't care for Tory Lanez, but you know, sounds like everybody else. Like, that, that was my thing with Tory Lanez. But, like, when I can't say nothing bad about that dude around that because I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, look, I, I, look I'll give you another example. And I know we all the way off topic now. Jacquees. Well, he kind of messed my own stuff. Bro, bro he... but let me add to it. Hold on. <laughs> Think about this, though. This man had confidence in him own in his own self. Y'all threw him to the wolves because he said he was the king of R&B. No, 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 no. He threw himself to the wolves. Bro. Because I was following him saying he's king R&B. But when they talk to Keith Sweat and you interrupt Keith Sweat's interview and saying, I don't crow with these blah, 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 saying I'm still the King RB, he did it to himself. He didn't do it nobody but himself. So because here's I don't have a problem with people that have confidence. So here's the thing. But the thing, but the thing with Jacquees, the thing with Jacquees, Jacquees still a new artist. Okay? Jacquees, can he sing? He can sing, but he's not the best singer. Let your music speak for itself and get some stuff under you, then do that. But the way he did it, man, he was he was reckless with it. He was reckless. I was gonna be confident, but he was being reckless. And that's fair. I'm not taking your opinion away from you. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying look at the end result. The man's music career completely died. I get it. Died. You ain't heard nothing from his dudes since, man. And I actually liked the last album. I actually liked it. It was in my rotation, like it was a new sound, and I asked you this the other week. I was like, bro, like, what has happened to R&B music, dog? It's like nobody wants to sing anymore. Too much of blend, man. The industry weren't by the time hip-hop-ish, and it sucks. Um, I, I think we, we brought up before, and I, who did I use? I said, well, you have a rapper come out somebody else's song. Or, or it was my wife, mate. Talking about some song. I can't remember who it was, but I said, you see how the rapper came in and started saying, oh, that's who it was, uh, John L. Jones. Uh, say what, say what, say what. And like he had Lisa, Lisa Left Eye Lopez on there. And I said, you see how she came in and she basically like followed his lead? His lead, I mean, they don't do that no more, you know? That's what I'm saying. It's like, see, go ahead, go ahead. Honestly, I could be wrong, but I think that's still start with Chris Brown because he's playing that crap a lot now because even Trey Song wasn't doing it at first. You know, Chris Brown started doing that. And then that's when you had August Alcina and all them coming out. Like, it's, a, it's, it's an not interesting R&B, conversation. R&B. That's what I'm saying. It's like growing up, you had to play mood music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to get too off topic even though we are, but it's like, and that, that could be a whole nother episode in its own self. But I know for a fact, for me personally, I had CDs that I made if I had female company. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't even have to do that no more. You don't even have to set the mood no more. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. But that's what I'm saying. It's like going back to the little Jacquees thing. It's like, in this day and age, he said something 
People didn't agree with it. So the first thing they do is take away his his fame. They take away his ability to make music because people are afraid to say, well, I listen to Jacquees. It's like you you fall and put yourself in a box just to fit in with everybody else. And honestly, I thought his first album was done very well. Now, I, I could sing better, but for his first album, it was good. Think about it. It's more like R&B, though. But for his age, it's more like R&B. I agree with you with that stand to where, like, somebody who's older put took, took him and said, hey, come here, youngster. Don't do it like that. Let's do it a different way. He said, we see you as a future R&B. Agree with you. You got something going on. Let's help you out. Let's, let's get you you know, more help with your vocals. Let's, let's build you up. You know what I'm saying? So I do right. agree with that, that nobody came to really, like, help him out. You know what I'm saying? So I, I agree with that part that you said. <laughs> I just think the politics is a certain But I do agree that – I know people in Atlanta still like him. But I know, like, you know, ever since then, he's not on the radar like he was before. Right, because hell, I even seen where I think he did a a show here at some little local little place last weekend. I think I saw a few pictures on Facebook or whatever, but that's what made me think of it because I'm like, dude was on pace to actually make a name for himself, and because of that situation, just died off, man. Just died. Yeah, off. man. Cause- his first album wasn't that bad, man. That last track he had with uh, Jagged Edge, I like that song a lot. And like I said, they're like, he was on the, the right path. But like I told you, man, he, nobody ain't thrown to the woods. He basically jumped in that, jumped in the woods. It's like he had a, he had a pistol instead of having a rifle. So that's, not, <laughs> that's what I saw. So I mean, so, you know, but at the same time, like, you know, for, as for my character, my demeanor, I saw him do. Slow oh, you roll. You was cutting That's, out. Say that again. And like support what you're saying. I lost you for a minute. Uh, Say that again. Oh, uh, I said with my demeanor, how I am. If it was me and his his team, I would say, "Hey, slow your roll. Let's not go ahead of ourselves. Let's make the best music possible." That way, you can say that without nobody just because honestly, Chris Brown, Trey Songs, I'm using them for now because they, they're around the young age group. But you gotta think, dog. Yeah, he right. said for his age, <clears throat> Chris Brown been around since we was kids, man. Chris Brown is no, not I, young. I, I get <laughs> it, I get it. But what I'm saying is, they didn't have to go out in the crowds and get in front of these singers and say it. They let their music speak for themselves. Chris Brown didn't start getting confidence until he came out with like four albums. So, I mean, he had a track record. Trey Songs as well. Jarquees had one album in mixtapes. <laughs> That's difference. fair, man. That's fair. Big difference. That's fair. I ain't, I ain't gonna argue it because that even boils down to personal preference you know either you yeah, either you listen to I mean, it or I mean, you don't but yeah. the way his career 
finished out. I'm gonna I'm gonna say finished out unless he made some kind of incredible comeback. It wasn't because <clears throat> the music fell off. We never even gave him a shot to figure out if he was ever gonna do a follow up to forty two seventy five because everybody wrote him off. Yeah, that's true. That's the power of I, social I, media. Yeah. So that's, that's how, you know what? And that's yep. how it's going to all come full circle right there. The power of social media. And we're going to tie it back into the trick daddy Beyonce and we'll close it out, bro. Because it's like this whole beehive, the barbs and this, and like, like social media clicks, <laughs> like social media gangs is what it is. Clicks. Like if you don't say this person is this, then we coming after you online. That's mm-hmm. stupid. It's dumb. <laughs> Just like the uh, Kenneth Famous guy. You see how them women try to get at him because he be saying some crap they don't agree with. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a hot topic, too, because uh, shout out to my guy DJ, who we did the, the episode on Kevin Samuels on. Um, a lot of people have been reaching out saying that they watch his videos and stuff now because of that episode. And we're actually going to oh, do a follow-up. We're going to do a follow-up on the little Kevin Samuels and stuff like that. So we got that coming oh, that's up dope, too. Man. Yeah, that's dope, man. Like I said, that that's one thing about your podcast I respect, and I I post on Instagram. It's like y'all, you you have great information to where people can listen to, and then you do your research, and and it draw people in to see both sides. Not everything's not everything is black and white, you know. So that that's good, man. But but like I said, it. To the point, what I'm saying is that they even try to trash him because they ain't agree with what he said, and you don't even know this man. And, um, and that's how our episode started because I told you I I had judged him. I was like, man, I ain't listen to this bullshit. Like, who is this dude? But then once I gave it time and was listening to what's going on, I was like, wait a minute, like he's <clears throat> he's telling the truth. He's just blunt about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you listen to what he's saying, plus he's bringing numbers to support what he's saying. And my brother was telling me about an episode where he was like talking about why do women uh, want guys that's six foot and above when the statistics show the average man is like five, nine. And that's the one I want to go back and listen to. Cause I was like, man, we've always heard that. That's I, true. I only date a dude that's six, this six, that like, and you five yeah, my three. Wife, <laughs> my wife tell me all the time. She said you the shortest guy I've ever been. With. She said you short, but I said statistically I'm I'm average height. She said you're not average. <laughs> <laughs> it's an illusion, dog, and that's why I want to I want to I want to go back and listen to it because based off of how my brother was was telling me, he was like he told this chick that if you walked into a room with thirty random men, um only X amount of them was going to be the height requirement that you are desiring. You know what I'm saying? So why would you put yourself in this category to where you're only dating this type of man? So now all of the women are looking for the same person. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It's like your, your ideal man puts you in competition with every other woman out here. Instead of you looking for who's the perfect person for you. And it's interesting. So that's why I said, man, I'm, I'm going to go back and watch backwards. it. It goes back to what I said. Everybody wants to look at things at face value. 
True. But look, look, here, here's the spin on that. What if a man said all of that type of stuff to a woman? Oh, your, your breast ain't this or your butt ain't that and your hair ain't this. <clears throat> if, a, if, a, if a man had the balls, excuse my language, to tell a woman the things that women tell men, oh, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be a different oh, story. Um, you ain't got a six pack. I only talk to dudes with muscles. I only talk to dudes at six two. I only talk to. Them. What if a chick was told, you know what, your booty too flat. You a dog. You ain't shit. You ain't that. Like I can hear it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. But like Indeed. I said, that's, that's a whole nother conversation. I ain't gonna put you in the doghouse today, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh but you know, like I said, like I said again, I'll say it again. You don't for people out there, you don't know these celebrities. Stop praising them like they came to your house and just saved you. You know, like you don't know these people. And I'm a firm believer if you met these people, your heart will probably get broken. So what Trick Daddy said, go back do your research and see if you agree with him or not. If you will, if you're willing to do the research, because today's times nobody wants to do that. So, nope. But as uh, people in the black community, for somebody like me who don't say the N word, I don't say the N word. I don't say any of the things. I'm really about my people. So I took classes in black history. Um, I read books on black history. I do my research. We need to start talking down on each other and build each other up. You don't see other races doing that crap. If they did, they get disowned. Okay. Um, the thing, the thing is, is that trash somebody's livelihood that can help out their families from generations to come. That's wrong. That's that's a big sin. We gotta stop doing that. You gotta, you gotta build people up. Even if you don't agree what they do, okay. If you don't agree what they do, you don't like them, keep it moving. But don't talk crap on their business. Cause like, at the end of the day, you don't want nobody to do that to you. Like I said, you don't want nobody to go to your job and tell people random crap cause they don't like what you say or, or what you believe in. If that's the case, we should live in, we should go live in Russia somewhere. That's so. So, I mean, we got to stop doing that. And I only see black people do that for entertainers and stop it. In the day, Beyonce is going to do Beyonce. And no offense to Beyonce. She has the right to. She got her own family. She got a husband. She got her own kids. She got people she needs support that she knows personally. She's not giving a rat's crap about any of you all. All she care about is, give me your money. <laughs> You was preaching till you said that. Dog. I ain't gonna let you jump off the cliff like that because the beehive might come for you. <laughs> I, you I'm was not preaching. I'm not, I'm not trashing the beehive. What I'm saying is, she knows that she's okay because y'all support her. That's fine, support her, but don't trash down on somebody. You're giving her godlike status. You're giving her godlike status. Okay. Don't don't look at her like that. And like I like I said, in the day, that, but that's what she is. She's an entertainer. 
She gets paid to make you feel good. She gets paid to have you think of a certain image how she is. I'm not saying that she's not that way. What I'm saying is she's supplying you service. It's supply and demand, okay? So you're paying her to be this way. That's fair. We'll drop the mic right there. Good stuff, Charlie. Yep. Definitely appreciate the deal. you, man. But Beehive, don't don't come at me. My wife come at me every day. Yeah, you live with one. You live with one. I live with one. I wish so, he could have been on here, too. I man, definitely do. <laughs> Let me tell you, my wife not coming nowhere on here, but she sure do special opinion. But she shy. <laughs> she shy. She not going to come on here. But maybe she'll come on here if I'm on here. But I'll let y'all talk because y'all, you know, y'all going war, so y'all be safe. I just Tell her she gotta hold it down for the beehive, man. I ain't coming after them, though. I just, I just feel like, like you said, it ain't no sense in reiterating, and we'll jump off here. I just, I just feel like that was just out of bounds, bro. Once you start, dirty. once you start going after how I provide for my family, nah, <laughs> nah, it ain't cool. But it, good it, stuff, it's dirty. Man. It's Definitely, good, yeah. Appreciate you, Charlie. Oh no problem, man. Appreciate you. Toasted, no competition. Amish toasting. I feel so high, I feel so live. My body's in the twine. Amish toasting.